If you could sell your soul to the devil for one thing, what would it be? A cat. Movies. Peppermint chocolates. What? Why do you need to sign your soul to the devil for peppermint chocolates? You could for movies, like yeah. to be in movies, or for it's open ended. <laughs> like a DVD, like Yo, you I want... can be in the movies. I can get all the movies I want. That's no, not what you were thinking. No Netflix, Netflix subscription. How come all your answers are like? No, it's never like. Well, that. I never depends, answer like. It that. depends on the time. I never answer like that. No, I, I, it's never. Like, it's never like. Yo, this. you do that. I, I do it explicitly. I say like, okay. This is why <laughs> you're like, well, I according ask you, to this, no, I ask you, I never say that it's mine like, or open-ended, going, but like, I ask like you. Like you OD on the question. No, I don't, I, cause I want to know the clarity. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, welcome to another episode of Strange Flavors. This is brought to you by Alif Theory. My name is Faraz. My name is Jeff, aka Shimmer. My name is Amber. Um, if you don't know by now, we are on YouTube, we are on Apple Podcasts, gang, we are gang. on SoundCloud, gang, and gang. we have reached um, past our goal of 100 subscribers on all those things. So we're at 200 thank on YouTube, you. right? Yeah, we passed 200 on YouTube. Yo. Well, we yeah we passed 100 on there a long time ago, but recently we got SoundCloud, so that's pretty dope. Yo. Um, and that's nice. a very low number, but uh, but it's we're a working good across way. all platforms. I think it's pretty okay. Yeah. Wait, what are they called? Strangers, right? Good job, strangers. Good job. We don't know you. Wait, I want a better strangers. name for them than strangers. No, that's what they, what else would they be? Yeah. Like flavors? <laughs> what yeah. Flavor? Cones? Yeah, flavor? everybody Cones? Ev- cones? Yeah, because everybody cones? has a flavor. Everybody can be the strangers. Flavor. They're strangers. No. Everybody that comes onto our show everybody is Everybody who listens to our show is a friend. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're, they're my friends. No, they're if another you're listening, another you're my friend. Little less stranger. All right, guys. Um, if you want to see us perform in front of all of our friends um we're gonna be coming to university of maryland college park on april 13th that's coming right up and on april 19th we'll be at umbc so if you're in the area um i think that umbc show is actually sold out but umd might have a few tickets left so cop them quick come out and uh it'll be a lot of fun oh snap you guys have been having like shows on shows facts didn't you guys just come back from um April what, Illinois? is uh, Illinois, Illinois. Tour, tour season. Tour season. <laughs> yeah, we, we recently came back from Illinois. Yeah. That was... Talk about it. You guys flew out there, right? Insanity. We got flown out. We got to do, flown out. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Y'all making it big to out do a show. Um, We had like... Well, Frost had like zero hours of sleep or like one hour of sleep, a couple hours of sleep. But like I, I had like five hours of broken seven. sleep. And that was, I think, good enough for me. But you were pretty... Uh, well, I, it was only because usually I can, I'm okay with that, but yeah. the few days leading up to that, I I was like working and stuff like that. So I hadn't slept at all. And then we, our flight was like, well, we were practicing late at night and uh, we had some late night yeah. meals. And then we had, uh, f- our flight was at like six in the morning, mm-hmm. but like the whole day I was kind of in this like surreal, like, you know how when you don't get that like perfect amount of sleep, you're kind of like dazed days, and yeah. stuff like that, but it was like a good days. Mm-hmm. And so we're just like in this new area meeting all these new people and they're all like awesome and they all like watched our stuff too Mm -hmm. and so um we're like getting ready to perform and everything and then we actually perform and 
it was just like so crazy because everyone was there to like see us and like they were taking pictures with us and it was just like crazy that like people a lot of people there like watched our videos and stuff they were like yeah. od treating us yeah. nice like there was Aww. when we were in so they sent us in uh, like at the back of the stage and then there was like people coming to the backstage and they were like hey are you guys performing today like can we have, grab pictures and stuff and that was like insane and then when we, when we went up they were like singing the lyrics like yeah. no everybody way. was like i don't drink that i drink mango juice no. and then they were all like a huge crowd of people were like Peggy gang, Peggy gang. like so they were going off and then yeah. they like after it was over like it was the whole event was like a fashion show thing and like they were like moving people out of the way yeah and they, they had like seats for us seat, all the way in the front and they had like red x's over them and they kicked people off anytime someone would try to sit on there and if, we felt so bad we we're like and it was like right in the front and we VIP th- out they're here. treating us like royalty yeah. and like, they were so nice honestly i'm never gonna try to pretend like i'm some fancy dude this is like this type of like thing is is a dream even yeah. at this level even at this for level real. like we're nowhere but like this honestly it, it is like a, validates is a real dream like yeah. getting flown Going out for a show we're performing there like people like know our stuff they want like they want us to be there it's not that like we asked them or anything like that yeah but um the people we were staying with were really really awesome were, too okay i think that like tied a bow on like the whole like because okay. they treated us so like their brothers like yeah literally we were only there for like 32 hours 36 hours mm-hmm. and we felt like we were part of their like family yeah. and them two were brothers the people no no no, no 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 there it was, was like a, it was like roommates of okay. like roommates like four guys yeah four mm-hmm. guys but and they were just like our squad like yeah the, like the the manners and like you yeah, know yeah. The, they were so vibes. funny and like the goofiness they were just so savage and we connected so well and yeah. they were just Aww. like taking us around everywhere and they were like they didn't let us pay anywhere and they were just like no we, we got you and and it was just like you know the last time we went to chicago it was cool and everything but uh when we went to texas yeah our memories were so good there because we met certain people and hung out with them and hung out with them chilled and the last time we went to chicago like we met like fans and stuff but it wasn't the same we didn't yeah. stay with people we didn't stay with people we we're just like moving around in the super cold yeah and it was freezing that was the other thing yeah. but this time like just it's the connections you make connections, with people. Like yeah. that's what you remember the most about any trip. It's like the people you were with and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And that's, what's beautiful. Nice. So this, like this whole thing, it's been a dream. It's been fantastic. And like, honestly, this is such a blessing. It's a blessing. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Honestly, bro. Like this is so, crazy. so crazy. Like I would have never thought like we'd be doing this actually. Like, mm-hmm. you know, listen, like, thank you. Thank you to everybody who is, has supported us and our movement. Um, of Alif Theory, listening to Strange Flavors, supporting Ronal Pono, all that kind of stuff. Like that seriously means the world. And like it's because of you guys that we're able to do what we love. And I hope that this is just like inspiration. Like I hope yeah. that you can look at what we're doing and not be like, oh yeah, like, you know, they're doing these things because this and that. Like this is honestly like unbelievable for us. I hope you know that. Um and like it's not possible unless you put in that hard work and you have people supporting you. Um, and we're just very thankful for the people in our lives and the things that the opportunities that we're given. But um, and, and I'll take my Oscar award now. Could you could you grab that award over there? Yeah, I got you. Just bring it over here. And uh, Shamir, start playing the violin slowly, like my like my time is running up. Hold on, hold on, I got something to say. No, keep 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 doing the music. Thank you, thank you, love you. I will always kiss you. I will always be here for you. And the violin guy is dying. <laughs> I want to thank the violin guy. He is so bad, but he made it to the Oscars because he dreamed of this one day. We made it. Okay, right. no, but for we real. We made it! 
you guys um you guys like deserve something like this because you guys have been putting in like hard work for what do you mean you guys amber it's all of us i know but i'm just saying like you guys have been doing the music thing and i think that like it's good to see like rewards from things you do it's okay to get jealous (laughs) (laughs) Amber, I will share this award with you Okay, I would like to make another speech for Amber Amber has been a key component in this And she could not win this award tonight So she dressed up like it (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful Okay, that ends my speech Thank the Lord While we were out (laughs) winning awards And flying on planes What were you doing? I was editing away a video of Well, you so while Shamir was gone and Pat, what, what, what do you drink in that? Okay. So while Shamir was in Pakistan, I took it as an opportunity that, you know, April Fool's was coming up. So I pranked for us and I basically told him that I was leaving the team. I was leaving the squad. That was my last podcast. And he was fairly composed, but like the reaction after was like amazing. So you guys should go check so that out. So first of all, this was the worst prank was I've, the ever best se- prank. I've ever seen on YouTube. Ouch. Let alone be a part of it. Okay? You did not even prank me. Yes, I did. Amber, you you had like a real discussion with me. Uh-huh. And I was sitting there like really dealing with it. Right. The- I wasn't like I wasn't like, oh no, this happened. I was like I was like, yo, like something's happening. You may right not now. have been doing that, but on the inside, you were feeling it. And then and because then afterwards, afterwards and then afterwards I like Blue Amber, is this appropriate? <laughs> is this appropriate to be getting calls? It's on, a, it's on the computer. Mine's silent. I'm on airplane mode. She's on frost. He freaks out. I was like, am I getting pranked again? <laughs> Let me Oh my god. I'm on airplane mode. That and was my computer. I don't know why this is so funny. Why is this so funny? But yeah, I pranked so this, you, and it was So this cool. terrible prank. Okay, here's the problem with it. You didn't... You the, the prank... Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I want you to explain, but first I want to ask somebody who just only watched the prank. You should have pranked him. Yeah. No. Shamir, I feel um, like that's too mean. You are mean too to me. Too mean? Yeah, you're it's mean to prank. me, but Shamir is nice to me, so I can't be that mean to him. Yeah, I would have cried. You know what happened, actually? What? When you when you were saying that stuff, like my uh, like what is it called, like fl- fight or flight? Yeah, sure, adrenaline. Wait, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but this is what happens to me when you're like, very reactionary, like, like when when something bad happens, right, or a disaster happens, right. My initial reaction is always just to figure it out. Right. I don't ever care about like. You know the little thing the emotions okay i always care about just like okay this is what's happening all right here's how we figure it out or like okay in my head this is this is why like afterwards i was like blown up this in my head i'm already like like turning screws i'm like uh-huh. okay so she's not gonna be in the podcast anymore this is what we're gonna do and like this is what we're gonna do with like videos here's how we're gonna do with like this and that. So I'm already like figuring stuff out, right? Right. So when then I find out it's not real, it's like, bro, like I had already figured it out. So wow. like there was already like a plan. You you already made a plan to replace <laughs> me. 
No, not to replace you. Wait, hold on. So you said the prank wasn't good, but then you just told me how your flight or fight reaction went in, and that that only happens when something bad or a disaster happens. So me leaving would have been a disaster, no. right? Listen, Amber, th- you're, why are you making this about yourself? Because it's just fun. <laughs> it's just like it's just like that. It was like a. It was almost like a disappointment. A disappointment. After, no, no, it's weird. Because okay. it's like, it's like I'm already like in that mode, mm-hmm. you know. It's okay. So imagine like he's like you should have just actually left. <laughs> no, imagine on a grand scale, right? Somebody dies. Okay. Right? I was just thinking that. Yeah. And then you like you like Start are figuring crying, it out, yeah. and you're not the type of person to like cry or do this kind of stuff, right? You're figuring out like how you live on your own. For example, you do this and that. You've got everything set. You're f- figuring it out. Then you find out like oh person's alive they're alive yeah then it's like it's not like it's not like a disappointment like like you're happy that they're alive again but you're like god like i already you stressed out all about that like you stressed out but you also like had had like made this plan that's gonna work yeah wow so what i'm trying to say is like just leave (laughs) i'm just kidding no the video was good the video was edited good Thanks. That's what I'll say about it. Speaking of videos and stuff, did you guys see the video with the Walmart yodeling kid? Dude, that kid is a like absolute legend. Yo, like it's just so funny. Do you guys like the remix version of it? Yeah, the remix is like like Amazing. I bumped that. Like, what's funny about this whole thing is like the internet is like undefeated. <laughs> you know, like this kid is singing in a Walmart. Yeah, and he's. Got Yodeling. like hundreds and thousands of followers now. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's making like Justin he Bieber's reposting media? him. Yeah, he has social media. He was on social oh. media like, hey guys, this is my real account. I can't wait I'm till he's on Ellen. More... He's going to be on Ellen. He's going to. Oh, snap. <laughs> he's going to go on tour. He's going to have his own merch. I don't know if that's for? real, but that might happen. Like, actually, like he, he probably is going to get a record deal or something. Like he's going to get merch. Like, this is this is the this is the age we live in. Now. Like, cash me outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like that. literally. Yeah. Like Cash Me Outside was was a troublesome kid on the Dr. Phil show and now she's now a, she has a rapper. Her, she's a, a millionaire rap career and she's getting a TV show apparently. No way. Yeah. It's just insane. Oh my gosh. It's it's, it's impossible to like go on the internet that, at that level and not get something out of it. We just need to go do viral stuff. Let's just I mean Let's I guess we yodeling. are. Yodeling. Can you can you imagine like what Super companies are doing like there's they're like they're like going crazy in their marketing offices. Like, okay, what is he doing here? All right, yeah, that, that, that step right there. Step that's, right there. That's what made him go viral. <laughs> that hit, that note he hit right there. Okay, that's good. But then you have like companies like Walmart. Like, there was uh, a video of him uploaded on WorldStar, and Walmart comments on it, like lit or something. I'm like, Walmart, stay out. Like, you're not cool. Like, no, you're not. Like, you didn't make this. If that happened in my this. store, I'd be like so. Yo, hyped. you know what's funny? Yeah, when, but. I know we were, we didn't plan this, but Wendy's actually dropped a mixtape yeah. oh like my two gosh. weeks ago. What did you think of it? Did you hear? I mean, it wasn't that great, but the fact yeah. that they dropped it that was f- so funny. Yeah, like I think that's too tryhard. No, it, it definitely I think it was. was cool. I think I think Wendy's was cool when they were doing like the uh, the roasting on Twitter and all yeah. that. But then when they took it to the, I'm like, all right, you're trying too hard now. Come it's on. a great marketing. Also, technique. like, it'd just, be good for commercials. It's like it's hit. Commercials. It's like it's like oh, like let's let's drop a mixtape. It's yeah, fire. It's just so it's funny. Beefy. I don't know. No, and they were like trying hard. Like mm-hmm. they, were, they were. That's they, what I'm saying. It's, like, it's so funny though. Like I don't know. they knew that is a joke. I think like a 16 year old Amber would really appreciate it. Like on Twitter, <laughs> yeah, maybe kids. Too, maybe Wendy's. kids think it's funny. I don't Wendy's know. I'd be like, yo. <laughs> that's, yo, no, yo, that's what something. If, that what if they dealt, 16, like, dealt like out the mixtapes in the kids' meals? 
<laughs> oh, oh <no>. true. <laughs> true, 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 true. Aaron <laughs> Carter used to do that in cereal, and I got that cereal. Like, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. It was a Nickelodeon, I like, tape, and I, I got heard, that. Wasn't he dating Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan at the same time? I don't know. I didn't keep up with. <laughs> I loved Lindsay. I loved Hilary Duff. Teen TMZ over here. Teen TMZ. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about the guest today. So before we introduce the guest, um, I want to I want to just sort of like address what this sort of episode encompasses. Why she's on the show. So um, her name is Miriam Kwaja, and she is like this brilliant uh, teenager who um, she's she's very active um, when it comes to social issues, and just it's so crazy because like at her age, like. We didn't have that. Like, nobody was really into it like she is. And that's the age that um, we are in right now. Like, there are young kids who are very active, you know, in social media and politics and just global news in general. And it's crazy. Um, But, like, we want to make sure that you, like, all of our listeners understand that, like, this platform that we have here, like, this is so that we can listen to all types of voices. And why we have Mariam on the show is because, like, she is open to understanding and listening to um, opposing sides, you know, but it's important that she uh, addresses what's going on at her age because we haven't had that young right. um, sort of guest yet. Um, Especially like in high school with everything that's happening in high school is yeah. all the activism in high school. I think that right. it's important to have somebody that from there. Facts. And actually, like for me personally, um, I mean, you guys know this, but where I work, like, and and where I live, it's like a very conservative area. Um, so my county is just like uh, very conservative. There's like you'll see Trump stuff everywhere, and like Confederate flags and everything. And where I work, it's like people come in all the time with NRA shirts and Trump hats, and these are the people I interact with all the time. And I hear their perspective more than I hear anybody else's. Um, so I definitely like have grown to understand where these people are coming from because at the end of the day they're all like very nice to me and like we interact and yeah like they make comments and ask me like really bizarre questions um that people might get really offended by but but at the end of the day the goal is always to educate and understand each other and if i can do that then like we can accomplish a lot but on a side note i want to say something funny like uh one of the one of the guys that came in today like he had an nra shirt on and on the back of it uh it was uh, an American flag made out of bullets, and I Whoa, think that that's interesting. like, and I I think I would rock that shirt because I feel like that's a really good depiction of the United States. Damn. It's like it's funny because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like they're trying to represent the NRA, but it's so perfect because sometimes it feels like America is very like you know, mm-hmm. like war hungry, like bloodshedding mm-hmm. sort of country. Right. And so that shirt makes sense to me. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's almost like ironic that it's yeah. on there. Yeah. So it's like, it's not wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, I was like, hmm, yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. <laughs> so what Mariam he- is here to do today is, you know, tell us how she is able to listen to the other side as well as like get her point across and where she's coming from being a, um, actually growing up in the same uh, county as me and dealing with those things with, uh, and making friends with, still those people that disagree with her everybody please welcome mariam i think 
everything that I watched was a few years ago, and I don't even think you'd be into that. What do you mean a few? She's not like two years. No, old. No, she's not into Gossip Girl. <laughs> she probably won't be into Nine Hundred Two One Zero. No, like, I don't watch yeah, that. Yeah, see, she's not. I watch Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But that's that still the, happening. That's the doctor show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you watch any like old shows? Do you think that like, like Friends or anything? I watch Friends. You watch Friends? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. Wait. Oh. Yeah. This is important. Okay. <laughs> like when you watch Friends, like do you watch it often enough that you know like, the characters? Yeah. And, okay. Mm-hmm. So. Like, when you watch it, you know how, like, there's always this thing about, you know, the Friends characters, they, like, hint, like, at Chandler being gay or, like, like, there's, like, homophobia and things like yeah. that. And do you think that that's, like, are you ever, like, uh, like, how do they get away with this? Or what are your thoughts? Right. So, if I watch it now, yeah. it's, like, it's kind of not offensive to me, but there are some words that they say that, obviously, if it was on TV now, it wouldn't yeah. be okay. But I think for the time, that show was really progressive. Um, so compared to the shows that were going on during that time, um, I guess it wasn't as bad as it, you know, people think of it as today. Okay. So like when you're watching it, you're understanding that like the time that it's being made. Right. Cause there was, there was like an article that came out or maybe it was like a Twitter moment that was like, uh, what's, what's your generation called? Generation Z. Z, okay. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't even know what That's the different crazy. ones. Wait, why is what? it Z? R. Like, how did <laughs> no. we get from millennials to Z or baby boomer? Wait, no, they, millennials are what? Us. Uh, like, okay. No, we're, we're not millennials. We are millennials. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I forgot what the. It time. goes it's up like to like the thirties. Eighty-eight to was it two thousand two yeah. or something? But they don't okay. want to associate with us anyway. <laughs> who doesn't the millennials like they don't want to associate with like the young, but I early we 20 we are but we, like they're a different kind they're like the older kind they're like in okay. their 30s and they oh, have so like a so different, like, they grew like, up during the 90s we were babies during the 90s yeah. you know they're like uh saying that we like are a disrespect to their yeah. basically <laughs> kind of okay i yeah. see wait so all right so there was like this article twitter moment or whatever that was saying mm-hmm. like ge- what whatever generation insert generation here are finding friends offensive. That's why I was asking. Right. I was like, how are you? Like, I didn't see that before, but now that we watch it back, I was like, oh, I see it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's just funny. Um, let's get into it. So I'm just gonna uh, ask you from the beginning, like, so there was that uh, huge protest that happened recently, March for Our Lives. Did you participate right. in that? Yeah, I did. Okay, so like, so what was that like? Um, so I had kind of been involved in the movement for a while. Um, been aware of the movement, um, mainly after the Parkland shooting, when a lot of the students were on social media and um, they were really big in like news and media and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so before the protest, they scheduled a walkout, um, and what happened was you were supposed to be in your school, and then at ten o'clock you would walk out, um, and it was supposed to be a silent thing for seventeen minutes just to honor the seventeen like victims. Like high schoolers. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and then you would teachers walk back understood in. this and stuff. Well, that was kind of the point. The the problem okay. with it because um, there were a lot of schools that were okay with it, but particularly my school and my county, Harford County, they were saying that they would punish children who were doing it, oh, and wow. they're yeah. Like, like in out, what way? Like what, they what sent out a letter, and they were like, students who walk out, um, it might be a safety issue. So they could have disciplinary action. That's interesting. interesting. And did people yeah. do it anyways? People did do it anyways. I think there were about 100 students at my school who walked out. Okay. But, of course, there were a lot of people who didn't because they were afraid that 
they would get in trouble for it so yeah hmm. um you've been to other rallies as well what mm -hmm. were some of those um i attended the women's march and um there was a protest in baltimore washington international airport for the muslim ban and i attended a black lives matter protest in dc yeah so i i i um recommended mariam on the show because she's like how old are you 16 16 and she's like already like conscious of all this stuff going on i think when i was 16 i was like yeah. I didn't on even know modern warfare 2 <laughs> and i was like this is life yeah like there's nothing beyond modern warfare 2 but here she is like doing all this um and this was the first guest that do I had to drive over. Do we say how old she is? Yeah, 16. 16. Okay, true. Are you on your phone? Like, no, I was writing <laughs> a question I was going to have for her later. Excuse me. <laughs> it was a question for her. Do you have like a, like a group of friends that are also similar to like, like you? Um, I you? do. And I think a lot of like my views have come from social media and knowing people that aren't from where I am, knowing people who are from, um, I guess, more liberal areas. Um, because a lot of my school is very conservative and I grew up having friends that didn't exactly have the same views as me and even family members that didn't have the same views as me. Um, but as I got older, I kind of found that group of friends that shared the same ideas and was into the same movement. So. See, that's so interesting that you say that because Mariam and I are from the same city, same county. Um, and I would have never said something like, um, you know, most people in my school are conservative. I would have never known that. But because of social media and all this stuff now, like, I think that um, children have a more political viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And so what do you think of that? Do you think that it's good or do you think that, like, you know, they should let the adults handle that? Does it become distracting in school? Are people taking sides? Like, I think it definitely creates barriers between mm -hmm. people um, because people obviously have very strong opinions and they're beginning to voice them a little bit more now. But I think that's important. Um, because people need to be aware that other people have opinions that may be different from theirs. And I think if you started off from a young age that people disagree with you, then it creates I don't know, a little bit more awareness for when you're older and you actually do have to vote or have opinions on this that matter. So. Well, what do you think of like everybody that is voicing their opinions in school? Are they like, does it feel like they're coming from their parents? Does it feel like they're doing their research, social media? Like, where is it? Right, I guess it depends. There are some people who only have opinions that come from their parents but you can tell when people have facts to back things up that they did their research so so for us when uh, I think that we all the friends that I have on social media from like high school and stuff I'm now able to see their political beliefs which wasn't a thing that we were worried about back mm -hmm. then so do you do you think that your views align with most of your friends um, I think it's about 50-50. How often do you guys school. talk about like these social issues and political issues? I think it mainly comes up um, when it's appropriate. It's not just like every conversation we have. Like is when something happens, like the shooting or something. Right. Yeah. And what is that like? Is it like a lot of tension or is it just kind of like um, moral support for each other? Like how does it work? For our group of friends yeah. mainly, it's usually a conversation. Okay. Um, it's not doesn't get too heated which is good personally what's your like goal when it gets to like um, being involved in all these political aspects like are you trying to be a politician or um right now i think my main goal is just supporting people who are different than me like like the black lives matter protest that didn't apply to me um and i don't think that will help me in any way but i think it's important to let other people know that there are people who are going to stand for their cause because I hope that people do the same for me. So. 
can I keep you? You are so adorable. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what do you think of when people say things like, you know, your generation is too sensitive or like this is like a hopeless generation? Um, I think our generation now is just the only reason people say we're too sensitive is because we're more aware of like what's going on in like news and politics and stuff. And so when we see something that we don't necessarily agree with, we'll, um, we'll counter it. it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think that's not something that was done before, especially for younger generations. So. You know, it's funny that like when people say that, it's like, who taught these people those things, right? I think we were having a conversation with um, Khalil Ismail, who was on the podcast, and he was saying like, if you think that these generations of the future are like, you know, dumb or sensitive or this or that, it's like, who raised them? So then at the end of the day, it's like we're only getting smarter and we should only support the younger generation. And like you're sitting over here and like you just you just like, you know, are so smart. And um, I was not talking so about anything like this when I was. Raised. Yeah, like, seriously, it, that's it just what I'm wasn't saying. even a thing. Yeah. Which is good because th- that's what's that's what's um, good about social media. So like we always see how negative it can be. But it seems like what you're on Twitter and Instagram, mostly you said. Yeah. Um, like what type of things do you follow on Twitter? Um. It's mainly like news mm. and people who are leaders of certain movements. Like okay. I'll follow um, like the Women's March um, and the Black Lives Matter movement in Philadelphia um, just to get like certain updates on things that are going on like near me and around the world. Is that where you get a lot of your news from is like Twitter? Mainly, yeah. Wow. But I also, so cool. um, I also follow like lots of news sources mm-hmm. and pay attention to like a bunch of them. How do you filter it out? Because like you know, if amongst fake news and everything on Twitter, how do you verify your sources? I don't think we really talk about like news a lot in school. But I'm taking a contemporary issues class, um, so it's kind of taught me to like know when to check my sources and stuff. What draws you mostly to these? Uh, social issues and everything like what's like why do you feel like you need to voice your opinion Um, or step in and go to these marches because a lot of times i've seen like these issues in my community and um with people i know and if people are seeing that it's a problem and they're not doing anything about it that kind of makes me angry so when i go to these marches and stuff i hope that people will understand that i'm doing it to support other people um and to let them know that i stand with them um, and you stay pretty busy. Uh, we know this, but uh, for everybody else, what are you pursuing in school, and what are some things that you have going on on the side? Um, yeah, so right now I'm part time in high school and college. So I take you're um, in eleventh grade, right? Eleventh grade, yeah, I'm a junior. So I take college classes for half the day and high school classes for the other half. Um, and I'm also training in taekwondo right now so i Ooh. yeah so I'm a, belt. I'm a black belt yeah oh nice and i also teach younger children taekwondo so, nice. yeah so don't let the smile <laughs> you know take you away from the fact that she could kick some butt when, when needed um we talked about how you're in a mostly conservative area you can't you, you were born in new york right yeah so what's that like to come from like a very diverse area to an area where it's predominantly white um it's obviously very different based on like opinions that people have. Um, coming from New York, which is such a div- diverse community, and there's so many people who aren't like you, and there are also so many people who are like you. Um, going to a predominantly white school where people are conservative, which is obviously very different than me, 
Um, it's different having to almost filter out a lot of like opinions that I have because I know that if I say like exactly what I want to say, a lot of people will disagree. Um, but I also think that me going to such a where, where people are people are like really similar. I think that's important for a lot of people to see someone who is like a person of color who comes from a Muslim background and um, a different community than them. So. What's the trick of having like a conversation with somebody who's unwilling to listen or like, you know, just doesn't agree with anything that you say? Like, how do you even talk to them? Right. A lot of those people will have views that aren't necessarily their own. They'll come from like parents or how they grew up. So I think that's important when you have like facts to back up what you say. But you also have to make it personal, like know that they're talking about people and to people and these people have stories. And at the same time, like how are you um, listening to or trying to understand uh, viewpoints that aren't yours? Like even on social media, are you following people that, you know, you don't agree with and seeing what they have to say? Like Fox News, for example. Yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely. I definitely get that in school. Um, There are a lot of people who have different opinions than me. So... I definitely have like the other side of the story, which is why when you kind of form your own your own opinion and your own views, um, it kind of solidifies like what you believe in. Uh, what do you do when like you're faced with someone older um, that doesn't agree with your opinions? Is it like same like they don't kind of oh you're younger you know what? with like older people? Yeah, um, sometimes it's been like teachers in school. Um, like, I know one of my teachers is very conservative, and um, he's actually, he actually teaches a lot about, like, politics and stuff. And it's it's hard when you have someone who's, like, trying to teach you, but sometimes they can be very, like, one-sided. So you have to not almost, like, counter them and get them offended, but kind of tell them about the other side of the story as well. And do older people tend to speak down to you? Do you feel like you can hear that in their tone? that you know like oh they they may speak to you in a way that you don't know what you're talking about and how do you usually tell them like i know my facts yeah <laughs> they usually start off a conversation like that but i hope by the end of the conversation when we've had like a real one-to-one and they understand that i hopefully know what i'm talking about they look at me as more than an equal she's got to pull do up you- in the black belt <laughs> <laughs> under do the you coat. Fo- do you follow trump on twitter no i okay. don't so how do you feel? I know that you didn't have much of a previous, I guess, opinion because we had Obama and he was on Twitter, but not as heavily. But how do you feel about having your president speak very loudly on Twitter? Um, I mean, that's his right. <laughs> he can he can do that. Um, I obviously don't agree with a lot of things that he says and that he believes in. But if that's what he feels, that's what his best, I guess, role as a president is, then... Would you rather hear it all or would you do you wish that he wouldn't be like it was filtered? Yeah. Do you wish it was filtered or are you glad that he's just putting it all out there? I mean, I'm glad that he um, says those things, but I'd also like to hear some of those things on different platforms in social media um, to have them in a more conversational setting, maybe where he talks to people who have different opinions than him and he talks in a more, I guess, mature setting. Mm. Um, now coming from like a sort of like Muslim and uh, you know brown background I guess uh, we were talking earlier about like uh, grown-ups who like you may disagree with so like 
I know in our communities a lot, there can be a problem with, you know, very sort of like um, our our parents or like other people in the communities, these aunties and uncles that like have very, very like strict viewpoints on things. Um, do you ever feel like there is misdirection in our own communities? And like, do you ever say anything to that? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, especially racism a lot I see in our community. Um, Against? Against um, mainly like black people. Okay. Um, and people will like throw in like negative comments towards them. And I do call them out or I try to, but it's not always like as impactful as I want it to be because sometimes they won't take it as seriously because this is the way that they've always been taught to speak and mm. they don't really know like that it's that they shouldn't say it. That's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important because like we didn't, uh, you know. I think we weren't as conscious about it when we were little, but the fact that you recognize that is, uh, I guess, gives a lot of hope for for the future. In school, you said how other counties let their kids walk out, and in that in your school they didn't. Do you wish that instead of worrying about your safety in that way, that they would have formed a way for you guys to be safe outside? Do you wish mm-hmm. that they would have worked with you, or do you understand where they're coming from? I understand that there was a problem with safety, but. I also think that they should have supported us a little bit more in like the fact that they were supporting the movement. And the movement was mainly based around having safety in schools and to prevent gun violence in schools. So by saying that it wasn't safe, it was kind of like adding to the problem. So like this whole gun control thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you were obviously at March for Our Lives. Um, why, Why were you there? Like what was... Because a lot of people argue that... Um, guns are like a sport or guns that pe- guns are something that people should have to protect themselves but I believe that when you have guns it kind of increases the um, the amount of like violence that could happen and like even these school shootings like these were all guns that were bought legally and they were used in such violent ways and so many people were hurt so you have to kind of understand that when you have these guns they can be used in an incorrect way but what about the whole thing where it's like if somebody wants to do something evil they'll find a way to do it have you heard that argument right yeah so i think like in the parkland shooting for example like Mm -hmm. 17 children were killed um, and a gun was used and i don't think that if a gun was taken out of the equation i don't think that many lives could have been taken like if they would have used a knife for example do you think that there should be more gun control in the sense that there should be less easier access to the guns or do you think that none at all there should be none i think guns should be allowed in a control setting like shooting ranges for example like if people want to use them for sport they can go to these places and use them but they shouldn't be taken out or kept in homes and then the women's right do you see the do you see the perspective where like there's people that say that you know there are feminists that are anti-man and then there's like the feminists that just believe in equality yeah i think the word feminist has kind of become a negative term at this point and people see it as like people who are against men they hate every man or whatever um but i think it's it's more of like wanting to be equal than wanting to be like higher than someone else Mm. And I think a lot of my opinions on that movement come from, like, religion. Because I believe that Islam is a very, like, feminist religion. Um, And so I kind of use that on my views 
on feminism. How? Like in Islam, we're taught that like a woman's body is her choice and what she chooses to cover it with and what she chooses to do with it is her choice. Um, and also the fact that women should have the same or equal rights as men. Like for example, in Islam, women are allowed to own land. Um, and that's not something that's spoken about in a lot of other religions. Sometimes they'll pinpoint oppression onto Muslims. Like, well, how do you usually counter uh, counteract that argument, especially with maybe people who are your age that are conservative? Yeah, um, a lot of people who speak about like oppression in Islam don't really know that much about Islam. So I kind of try and educate them as I have a conversation with them and teach them that the things that you see on the news and the things that you see coming out of like politicians' mouths aren't always true. Do you ever do you ever get asked like? How come you don't wear a hijab or anything like that? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you say? How do you react to that? Um, it's I don't really so much get asked as why I don't wear a hijab. Okay. It's more of why other people do wear hijabs. Okay. Um, but I think other people do hijab do wear hijabs because it's their choice, and that's how they choose to express their religious beliefs. I wear a black belt. You want to see that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, obviously, like anybody that's listening to this, understand that Mariam is 16 years old. And I just I think we were just kind of like picking your brain and see like where you're at. But like you have so much growing to do and everything like that. But the fact that you're at this place is like so incredible that you yeah, can understand like so both perspectives. So that's awesome. Generally, though, as like a high school student, what do you like to do? Um, <laughs> I don't have a lot of time, but I do like to read a lot um, and I like to write. Um, I also like to be outside a lot, so I like to run and stuff. What are you trying to be, I guess, when you're like older? Mm -hmm. um, so right now, as I'm in high school, I'm also taking college classes, so I'm working on my associate's degree at the same time. So my plan is to get my associate's degree as I get my high school degree, um, and then finish up and get my bachelor's degree, and then hopefully go to law school. But that's my goal. Nice. So how do you plan to use like law into the things that you're passionate about? Like, What do you think that's going to do for you? Um, yeah, so I'm a big like believer in like just government and law and how it works. Um, but I also believe that there's a lot of room for law to grow. Um, and there's always room for it to change as the times go along. So do you want to be a lawyer or do you want to work as like in government? I think I can hopefully do both at the same time, but maybe one day go into politics. You know, we hear a lot from especially younger generations like, oh, the government is corrupt, like forget that. But like you're diving right into it. So like, is that something that you would be uh, want like want to do like in leadership roles? Yeah, um, especially being like uh, women of color and a Muslim. I think we don't have a lot of representation for those types of roles in our government and in this country. So I think that'd be super important for younger children to see. You know, as as a uh, as a Muslim, like. A lot of times we um, are blind to the fact that, you know, when, when we get caught up in like conservative versus uh, liberals, we forget that um, even somebody like Obama has gone over to like Islamic countries and done a lot of damage with drones right. and things like that. Um, is that something that you're aware of? And like, how, what are your feelings about that? I think with every president, you're going to have things that you agree with and you disagree with. And there were obviously some things that I definitely agree with that Obama did, but I think there wasn't enough at that time. I think there wasn't enough like awareness of what was going on during that presidency, mm -hmm. um, which I think is different now, which is good because people are more aware of what Donald Trump is doing. I didn't even know like anything about 
the previous presidents or who's the president yeah <laughs> just be like oh george bush like george he's a bad man <laughs> like, that, like that's what i, I think do. i think that's because like previous presidents were constantly trying to make it seem like america's okay and that they're like working on it like obama never made you feel like we were in chaos he never made you feel like america was like going down whereas trump will kind of say but that, like that that can be scary that exactly yeah. so i think in a way that while we have trump you know more vocal about it and stuff we just didn't know a lot in a way they were kind of keeping us safe by us not panicking but that also kept us ignorant it's also the fact that uh like now like mariam can go on the internet and like see all of obama's receipts like right. we didn't have receipts yeah. to the past presidents we didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. all we know is like how older people were feeling at the time and it mm-hmm. depends who you talk to about what was going on right. but she can like literally like do all her research she can like find like the next generation can go in and look through uh donald trump's tweets yeah. you know yeah. i think that kid i think that people your age have uh more of your own opinion than we were able to do because we had such limited resources yeah. to be right. able to verify and stuff so a lot of our influence a lot of our opinions were influenced by parents and people who are around us and things that we heard and i guess just the people that um we affiliated with whereas you guys can go ahead and do all the research that you want and choose what you want to believe well also it's like with social media um it seems that even people that don't necessarily have a viewpoint feel like they have to put in an opinion and so especially in your role and like you know since you're so active and everything like that do you feel like sometimes that like you don't know everything and like you still have to make a statement just because everybody else's or like I don't make a statement unless I'm like really educated about something Um, and I feel that a lot of people don't really take that as much seriously but what I try and do is I don't form an opinion unless I know like most of what's going on about it do you post it on social media like will you will you say your opinions on social media like will you tweet about something or not really Um, most of my like beliefs will just be like voice okay yeah are you worried about um like future jobs or anything like when they interview you or anything like them going through your social media is that still a thing um well i hope that like in future jobs and even like colleges that Mm -hmm. i'm applying to will hopefully like have the same views as me or be okay with the fact that i'm voicing my opinions yeah yeah we were like uh, like our teachers would Terrified. be like Constantly oh don't hush. put anything on facebook <laughs> yeah. or like yeah. instagram mm-hmm. or twitter because nobody's gonna hire you yeah right so I, but that was the real thing like people would get mm-hmm. fired because you know they'd yeah. go for, you had political beliefs that, yeah but like yeah. now that's like the standard everybody yeah, has everybody it. has an opinion can i just say that like you literally wowed me with like so much like every time you speak you speak with so much insight and <laughs> that's you. just i love it she's just like so articulate and like yeah. knows what she's doing <laughs> What um, do you want people to know, like, as as your final thought? I think in a time of a lot of, like, political, um, like, disagreement and mm-hmm. a lot of people are against what people are saying just because of their, like, views, I think it's important that people continue to voice them regardless um, because that's how we can see change happen in our government and politics. She came prepared. <laughs> she came prepared. Um, and then we have one last super important question that we ask at the end of every single podcast. Okay. All right, Shamir. If you could describe yourself in any flavor, what flavor would it be and why? Okay. Um, I would go with mint chocolate chip. 
Ooh. Yeah. Number one, it's my favorite, like ever. Um, and two, because um, I think it has like some sweet and some like fresh, so it's a little bit of both. So. Sweet and fresh. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. I'm gonna take that because you are very sweet and very fresh. <laughs> Thank you. With with the high waisted pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um no seriously Miriam, like you're awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Don't ever stop and uh flaunt that black belt like <laughs> um yeah thank you so much for coming on thank and you for, for having thank me thank you everybody listening this has been another week another flavor a little less stranger we'll talk to you next time.